I said that because you made fun of small street festivals. Because I think they're corny. You haven't been to one. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them, and I don't want to go. Have you walked by one? Have you been in it? I've walked by one and accidentally been in one, yes. You've accidentally been in one? Yes. Okay. The Mexican um, Independence Day one. There's some shit like that. We didn't go into that one. That it wasn't one us. No. Us going to the casino. <laughs> on today's Footy Corner, Chelsea and Lester put on a show advocating for more back-to-backs in the Premier League. Allison's massive header not only keeps Liverpool's hopes alive, but puts them in the driver's seat for top four. Joe Willock scores again, Bob Baffert is a serial doper, and Harry Kane is leaving Tottenham. Along with the typical comments, predictions, Nantes League, Mount Rushmore, and Gambling Corner, next. And we are back on the footy corner. Arim, how's everything going? Good, how are you? Good. You turned that around on me, huh? Yeah. It's good. School is done, although they, they got me back to work. But, exciting news, we're going on vacation tomorrow. Yeah. Tell the people what's going on. Oh, we're going to um, Orange County in okay. California. So, yeah. So, uh, that's going to be fun. Just like a first vacation. Yeah. Know? So, we're going... Uh, Tomorrow, today, maybe when you listen to it, and we'll be there for the final day of the season. Come back later. So yeah. I feel like every season we're something's going on when the last games are happening. Last games, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually it's first games. First, I, I say usually it's first games because um, that's before. Well, because now you, you know we all went to school. Obviously, Dad's a te- uh, professor. Now you're a professor, so usually it's that last vacation before things kind of start up. So usually it's the first day. Mm, but Not also, much. we I feel like because our plan. So we started this podcast. By the way, this is the second full season. Okay. That we're going to be finishing, almost at episode 100. Uh, I feel like we always are like, well, the last day of the season, we're going to do this live. You know, while the games are going, we've had a couple this year where we've done podcasts while games are going, but um, that that's maybe that'll have to happen next season. Last one was done when there was a live game going on. Yeah, no, I mean, but in terms of the last game of the season. So, uh, all right. So with that said, should we just jump into it or yeah, any sure. other news or musings or no, any words from I, the DMV? No, well, that's a shit show. Um, but I did get gypped out of a... Spicy chicken sandwich at Burger King today, and it's my favorite. It's my favorite chicken sandwich. So, not shot out Burger King. No, not the one here at least. Okay, fair enough. Should we just jump into the yeah. action then? I don't know. Yeah, and then we'll. Uh, yeah. So we will be back to you after the season's done. This is it. So anything we say here, it's a stoned in prediction, mate. What do you mean prediction for what? We'll see. We'll get to it. So first, let's talk about this little two game set. I like to call it a little back-to-back that Chelsea and Leicester had. They played in the FA Cup final on Saturday, and then they turned around on Tuesday and had a big Premier League match, both games carrying some heavy weight. Uh, I asked Brian what he prefers, and he preferred to win the Premier League match. This is before they happened, not just because it happened that way. Preferred to win the Premier League match so that they can cement Champions League more so than the FA Cup. Do you agree with that idea? What do you mean, win it? Or, like, if you had to win one and lose one? Yeah, if you had to win, yeah, if you had to pick one of them to win and the other to lose. Oh, yeah. Um, Would you take that over the FA Cup? Because there had been some debates here and there about the FA Cup and 
You know what? This is going to sound weird, but it could be situational. So, like, if you're a Leicester, maybe you take the FA Cup. But if you're Ch- Chelsea, maybe you don't. Because the FA Cup means more to Leicester than it would to Chelsea. Um, but then again, Leicester getting in Champions League would be huge for them. So, uh, I'd probably take the Champions League game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Champions League gets a little more money is what we went over. But FA Cup... Steve looked it up with surprisingly like a large amount. You win like a large amount for winning that. What's cup. that? I, I don't know what it is. I just know it's a little less. If anyone can tell us, he said it was, I forgot what he said, but he said it was very close to actually getting a Champions League spot. Like it's actually not a small amount, but the Champions League it's, is much more valuable. Oh well, yeah, because it also attracts players. Yeah. That yeah. can't be underestimated. So let's start with the first one. Just very brief talk about that one. The The game was pretty boring, like for lack of a better term. And I, I kind of, like Are we talking those, about the, the Premier League game? No, 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 the FA Cup. Cup. Oh, I'm okay. just going to start with that, then we'll jump into the Premier League. The order they happened in. But the FA Cup, there wasn't much to talk about. Like, nothing happened until Tielemans' long strike. And just hearing a decent crowd for the first time in a while, that was just an electric... I mean, you, I, I showed you the goal and, and the sound from the crowd, the recording. And yeah. just to hear the crowd cheer as the ball hits the back of the net, not necessarily like a sound noise going off. <laughs> yeah. Right, that... That the recording has. That was pretty sick, watching some fans jump around while he celebrated. Yeah, and even into the second game, I think there was, like, at the end there was a fight, right? We'll get to that, yeah. But, like, what I'm saying is the you, you can really notice difference in emotions that it brings out in the players. Like, it's always, like, the instigator, like, when you were at school. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when two people would be just having maybe, like, a discussion in, uh, in like, the cafeteria, and then, like, you and your buddies maybe instigate some shit, be like, damn, like, he really, you know, maybe he's right, and then the other guy gets a little heated. You know, it's, like, kind of like that. It's, it's like, old. you get slide-tackled, and you have a bunch of English fans, like, saying fuck off or wanker, and then you get all pissed off. So, like, it definitely added to it, like, the made the goals better, and it made uh, made the games a lot more intense. Yeah, so, so sticking with that FA Cup, you, and you touched on it a little bit, how big of a win is this? For Leicester, you saw the the owner, now the owner, if you recall, his father passed away in that helicopter accident. Okay. That's um, his son now? Yeah, I think his son took over, and you just saw how much it meant. He came down. He was very visible, is what I'll say, okay. in celebrating with Jamie Vardy, with, uh, J- uh, with, okay. with Madison. Um, and, you know, so he was Schmeichel. Um, so how big of that big of a win was that for Leicester, and what does it tell you about that management group? Because there's been a lot said on the Arsenal podcast or other ones like, oh, that's so cool. You get to see the owner be so excited and so into it and so in tune with the team. Um, what are your thoughts on that aspect of it for Leicester, and how big of a win was it for them? No, I think they're, they're really good owners. Because um, now that I really think about it, they're able to keep their stars for, well, keep them or keep them longer than expected. Mm-hmm. You think of like Harry Maguire, they kept him a good amount. Right. Um, they managed to hold on to Jamie Vardy. Uh-huh. Madison is still there. And at the same time, they bring in like Yuri Tillman, people like Yuri Tillman, who scored that banger. I mean, um, we think about him two years ago. I mean, like I remember people saying like this guy's like gonna be amazing coming up and automatically you start pegging him for the traditional English clubs are like a Bayern or PSG. Like he's probably gonna go one to one of them. I think he was on Anderlecht, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Um, and then Leicester pulls it off. So I think with the budget that they got, I know they're rich owners probably, but not you know not top tier rich. Mm-hmm. 
I think they're doing as much as they can uh, and doing it the best. I mean, look what, I mean, they're a top five team now consistently. So is it in your chart? What, what happened? Oh, something in the background? What happened? I missed it. Uh, I don't know. He just fell. I oh, think he's okay. too old. But oh. <laughs> so the playoffs, for those listening, we always have something on in the background. So if you hear the attention go away, it's the playoff game between the Bruins and the Washington Capitals. So, so no, but what I'm saying is I think they're doing everything that they can. Yeah, those are really good owners. Yeah. Know. Well, you mentioned something about recruiting. I thought that was big. You mentioned some players there. And Didi's also another good player that yeah, came yeah. in. And also, here's the big thing. Uh, Fofana, who plays center back for them, he was actually rated as the second best center back on his team. I don't know if you guys have heard of William Saliba, the guy that Arsenal bought for uh, X amount and then had to loan him back for a year, and then this year they've loaned him again. Fofana was his partner, and he was the lower rated of the two, and, and you see that that kind of From where? investment they've made. Um, Leon or something? No. No, 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 no. It is, it's a team that wears green. Oh, um, Saint-Étienne? Yes, Saint-Étienne. That's who it is. So, I mean, yeah, it's their recruitment. It's amazing. They get the job done. They replace players that go. They have players that come through the cami. Harvey Barnes kind of comes to mind. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, they have a good team. And so, is Madison a youth product, or is he um, – I got to look that up. Then I'm not sure. But this led to, if you saw the post game, and we'll mention more of this later, uh, Daniel Amarty, there's a camera that caught him. Um, oops. Oh, it says that you've just read my email, Nate. Um now? Yeah, I didn't I'll just even put this it. on mute so this thing doesn't make any more noises. By the way, no, he's a uh, Coventry City, and dude, he played for Norwich for a little bit. Okay. So, uh, after the match, Daniel Marty is in the dressing room, and you know how, like, before the match, they give, like, these little gifts, the little pennants? Uh, he, he angered a bunch of Chelsea fans when he was seen throwing the club's pennant to the floor during the celebrations. He just kind of flicked it off to the sides, but then he had to apologize for it. No, I think that's good. You should apologize. That was so stupid. So we'll mention that he'll, he'll come up again later. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were no reason to do that. It was kind of just... <laughs> so uh, that, that leads to the Premier League match. So the Premier League match was a little, a little feisty, right? You saw there were a lot of tackles that went in and out. We'll talk about the... the well, we could talk about the incident now. So there was a big tackle that Pereira went in on Chilwell, the former Leicester guy. And then, you know, it got a little heated. Yeah. Um, now, I don't know if you noticed this or not. It got heated. Right. And there was a moment that it was kind of calming down. And then Tiago Silva lost his cool. Did you notice that Tiago Silva kind of got mad? He got really angry? Yeah. So do you know why? No. He went, he saw, he was calming things down. And then he saw Daniel Amarty and fucking went mental. Because he remembered how he threw the pennant. So it carried over into that match, and that's why there was that little, like, melee again, and they had to break it up. So, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Thiago Silva's the top lad. I also thought, you know, out of everyone was kind of in it, um, shout out to the one person with the fucking awareness on Leicester, seeing that there was still, like, three more minutes. Mm-hmm. He was like, all right, what the fuck are we doing? Like, there's still time. Like, we can't get a card here. We're just wasting time. Let's get going. You never know what could happen. He was the only sensible player in that whole thing that was trying to, you know, calm everything down. Yeah. And honestly, it backfired on Leicester because I don't think the ref gave the amount of time that was actually wasted mm-hmm. um, through that whole nonsense mess. Right. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, something... Or some great time-wasting and, and, and all that shit from Chelsea, though, honestly. I mean, if I'm Thiago Silva, I do the same thing. I mean, like, maybe he lo- actually lost his shit, or may- like, maybe he was just trying to escalate to make it drag a little longer. Yeah. Well, to, to be fair, they deserve to be ahead. I mean, they were cruising. They should have been in the first half. There were two calls that went against them, but but right calls, right? So so some Chelsea fans don't like VAR because they, they called um, an offside... The handball in this match, the FA Cup match, they were uh, upset about a potential handball that brought down the Tielemans goal. That's a little harsh. Are you okay with all the calls that were made? The I, three? Think that, I think the handball was harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, Would have been if they... Oh, okay, yeah, for the Tielemans goal. Not for the, the Werner goal. <laughs> the Werner one? I don't know. You could probably comment on that one better than me. I mean, I think it was a clear handball. I, I, it was, it's, it's frustrating when your team's dominating and you have two goals taken away and it's still zero, zero at half, but they carried play and then, you know, they scored their two goals. Very nice ones. I thought they carried play pretty well. And then when Lester scored that goal, even, and you got nervous too, right? Cause as a Liverpool fan, you were hoping that Lester. Well, cause it was at a point it was like two, nothing Chelsea. And I was like, you know what? I'll take this. This just means that Liverpool has to win the next two games and just maybe cover a goal differential. And I was like, you know what? What if Chelsea gets one more? That's even better mm-hmm. for the goal differential sake. And then, and then Leicester scored. I was like, well, a one nil Chelsea win. In all honesty, is probably the worst case scenario for Liverpool. And that's what that's that's what ended up happening. Two no, one. Yeah. You said one nil. Oh, sorry. Well, one goal. I meant a one goal win. By Chelsea. Well, that's what I meant but so Kalichi Ayanacho getting a goal out of nothing, kind of a bad giveaway. I feel like Chelsea's made a couple of Arsenal like errors in the last few weeks, but Kalichi Ayanacho is the first player in the Premier League history to score a goal on all seven days of the week within one season. He's Those scored- Friday night games are probably <laughs> the toughest, right? I, I guess, but that's pretty amazing, though, that's isn't probably, it? If you're maybe a Premier League team has one Friday game a year, maybe. Yeah. And I guess they had it, and he happened to score that day. This I could think of Sunday, Saturday, normal. You know, there's Monday night soccer, and, and I guess now. And there's the European competitions. Was Leicester in Champions League? No. But no, this Europa. is, I believe these are all Premier League goals throughout the, the weeks. Oh, the shit. Yeah. yeah. That's wild. It is. It, it very much is. Unless his, uh, they're in Europa, unless it was like a Thursday goal. But I don't know about that. Huh. So. Outside so it was all Premier League goals. Every other day was Premier League or FA Cup or Damn, some something. people can't even get seven goals. Does Timo Warner <laughs> yeah. even have seven? I don't think so. Yeah. He might wild. have seven, but I don't know. Brian can fact check this with us. Um, yeah, so we'll come to Chelsea real briefly in a second. I think they're in a good position. But my question to you is, have Leicester bottled it again? Again. Because as we go into the last week of the season – or last match day, well, they are on the outside looking in. They need results to go their way. Bottled it, not yet. Top four they bottled. But, you know, we have to put some respect because they won a trophy. Okay. Yeah. So that's <laughs> that's something Tottenham hasn't done in quite some time. Yeah, right. Okay, so let's let's just, like, say... That's why I have a hard time calling it a complete, like, bottle job, even if they don't get it, because it's like, well, they won an FA Cup, and they still qualified for a European spot. Granted... Given the circumstances, like it's not the best thing, but if you told Leicester you'd win an FA Cup and qualify for Europa League at the beginning of the season, I think there's a good chance that they take that. Yeah, but that'd be two straight seasons. They were in the top four for like 80% of the year and then finished outside. That's a bit of a bottle job, IMO, no? It's tough to get in the top four this year. Yeah, 
But when you're there and you give it up, I get it. I agree. I see what you're saying in that, yes, they're better. I mean, they've done better than Tottenham, Arsenal, uh, you know, all these teams that haven't even touched the top four. Well, I guess Tottenham was in first at one point Well, I'm not even saying top four. I'm saying, like, even if they don't get it, they've still won something. Like, they've won an FA Cup. Like, for Arsenal, like, you can kind of, like, you didn't, maybe if you didn't get top four, you could still say, okay, well, at least we won a trophy. Like, there's some type of consolation. Like, it's not like, you know... You don't like you missed out. You bottled top four and then also fucking dropped well, out that, of the FA League Cup and all that shit. That would have know? been bad for them. Yeah, uh, Chelsea's in pole position. They sit in third. But yeah, they bottled top four. Yeah, I mean it's. I, they it's, sit in third. Um, do you like Chelsea's chances to get in? Who do they play? Their final match is at Aston Villa. They're the only one of the three teams playing away. Villa played pretty well. They won. They did. I saw the score. I, I, I'll admit I didn't see that match today. But uh, Oh, yeah. Very emotional Harry Kane. Oh, really? I didn't see. What did he do? Did he cry? At the end, he was close to tears when he was, like, clapping the... Uh, Uh-oh. That's a Tottenham fan. Which so. we'll come to in a second. Um, I think he knows. I think we all know. Okay. Uh, so I think Chelsea- he's a year too late on this transfer. <laughs> yeah. How old is he? Um, I don't know. We'll have to... Alexa, find- how old is Harry Kane? There you oh, go, 27. Fuck. Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, he was young when he... Okay. My so, man looks like he's... Just, yeah, <laughs> well, he's a mouth breather. Okay. Uh, okay, so that brings me to the other team that we'll bring into this. We're talking about the top four race. It's going to come down to the last day of the season. Liverpool with some massive with a massive six points since we last recorded. I mean, today was more of the, the easier route. They, you know, they, they took Burnley out pretty easily. But let's talk about... I want to know, what are your... Uh, Views on that massive scenes header from Allison that that happened after we recorded. That's bananas. That's wild. <laughs> um, have you seen anything like that? I'm trying to think if I have. I I can't recall. Right. Live. You know, you've seen highlights <laughs> from like the Belarusian league or something. You know, like on ESPN. But never like when I'm watching have I seen. Now that I think about it, a successful like goalie come up and him scoring. I've probably seen a last-minute header where the goalie came up, but, like, maybe just drew a body to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or could have assisted one. Uh, Matt maybe. Ryan had an assist earlier this year for Arsenal on the last oh, second. okay. But, but this was incredible. Like, it was a pro yeah. header. It yeah. wasn't, like, a weak one either. Yeah, it was, like, a double-take <laughs> type thing. You know, you're just like, whoa, he actually just did that. I think um, Arlo White lost his fucking hat or yeah. his pants. I couldn't believe it. And you know what? If uh, if everything goes well, that's going to be the moment that everyone looks at. I think, right? Yeah, I and mean, that's what I was saying. Is their path to the top four now very clear? They're, they it's just wild because if you go back to the last panel episode, I mean, we were all we all had the same top four, and we were all pretty solidified and sure about it, what it was going to be. And damn, was I wrong? I mean, I was. Wrong. By the way, my Champions League predi- prediction was one hundred percent spot on. Okay. Um. But yeah, I said I I said like no, you actually said Liverpool. I has think a I chance. did. You said they have a chance, but you yeah. didn't have them in the top four. Oh, I said without Van Dyke and Henderson, I don't think there really is one. But because um, I think I said the last few weeks at least, or at least either then or just after that, I've been advocating uh, for that they would the top four would be what it is right now, and yeah. you know if it stands, if it well, stands. yeah, I mean Liverpool can definitely still bottle it, but then let me. <laughs> Leicester still has Spurs, so and it's you know Harry Kane's gonna have his last game in a Spurs jersey if if they play him. I mean, mm-hmm. if they really do want to sell him, they're not gonna play him. I wouldn't think. 
Are they? St- oh no, they're still playing for Europe. They're playing spot. for Europa and European Conference. So one or the other. To you avoid mean, wait, Saint- one or the other, right? European Conference is lower. Seventh place, yeah. They could still get out of it. Wait, so does European Conference have a trophy? Yeah, it's the third division. <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not having it. No, I mean it's not like it's shit. Like some teams would rather not even be in it. Actually, so like I said, I, I plug this pod, the, the Arsenal podcast. I listen to a lot. They'd say, like, the question literally was, would you rather be in it or not? And I was like, I mean, it could be good to throw our youth team out there, but I'd prefer not to be in it. Like, people just don't want to even be in it. Yeah, um, you know what? I, I would be interested in hearing if... The if, winner goes to Europa, by the way, of the so European Conference. Get League. get the fan of, like... Um, some mid-table turkey club. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they'd want to be in it. That's so. what I'm curious about. You know, the teams that actually are like, I there, don't know. There are teams that have already qualified. You want to just hear who has qualified for the European Conference? And they've uh, accepted their bid? Like, don't you have to accept yeah, you, these no, things? No, you're in it. You qualify. Uh, Fehervar in Hungary. Dundalk. Sudeva in Lithuania. The New Saints in Wales. Spartak Trnava in Slovakia. Olympia Ljubljana. Uh, just a country called Key. I don't know. In the Faroe, or a team called Key in the Faroe Islands. KUPS in Finland. The UPS has entered the chat. FH in Norway. Uh, a team literally called Europa in Gibraltar. Uh, They're in the wrong competition. FCI Lavadia in Estonia. Uh, Puskas Academia in, in Hungary, the Puskas Academy. Wait. Slask Warclaw in Poland. Yeah. Shkupi in North, North Macedonia. I swear these are the names of the teams. St. Joseph's out of Gibraltar. Rigas from uh, Latvia. Bohemians. Oh. I'm, I'll name a team that we kind of know. Bohemians. Shout out Bohemians. Inter Turku out of Finland. Uh, so these are the teams that are competing. <laughs> Granted, they're in the playoff You know, stage. I honestly think a lot of the U teams. Honka. If you throw a U20 team out there, maybe U23. I don't even know if they're worth. Oh, out there. okay. Sorry, I was naming the teams that were in the like. You know how these these teams were in the playing round. You know how the playing rounds have some really tin pot teams. Okay, I have some seeded teams here for you. These are teams we know. Basel is in European Conference. Oh wow. Astana from Kazakhstan, Karabag from Azerbaijan, uh, Paok and Aek Athens out of Greece. Okay. Partizan out of Serbia. Oh, wow. Bate Borisov. Mold from Norway. I think they're in Europa this year. Um, Dundalk, we mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. And Aberdeen from Scotland. Sofia from Bulgaria. Sochi out of Russia. Uh, Man. So, yeah, there's some better teams. Some gritty fucking, gritty fucking teams in there. So you don't want to travel to these countries. Yeah, I was going to say, those are all teams where, you know, like Belgrade or something like that. You know, when you... You draw, you see, like, oh, yeah, cool, you know, we get to go to Paris, like, cool, we get to see Munich. But then when you get, when you see, like, Belgrade, you're like, man, our guys are just going to be thrown at the cement stadiums <laughs> with, like, flares getting thrown at them. I would not want to participate in this. There will be five real teams in this. Let's just put it like this, outside the ones I mentioned. Seventh from La Liga, seventh from the Premier League, seventh in Bundesliga, seventh in Serie A, and sixth in League uh. So I think you're going to see the major conference team just absolutely (laughs) eliminate everyone else. I mean, the other teams are so bad. So yeah, uh, that's that's that competition. You know, I think those Greek teams can surprise us though. But but that's what but Tom's still playing for that because so let's talk first about top four. 
who are your two teams to get in? Chelsea's at 67 points at Villa. They're one point ahead of Liverpool versus Palace. Leicester uh, well, versus Spurs. I think everyone's going to say it's, I think it's Liverpool and Chelsea because... So um, chalk. At 100%, yeah. Quality's there. And schedule favorite. I mean, like, both of them are, are playing games. Chelsea's at home? Yeah. Chelsea and Liverpool are no, both at home. Chelsea's the only one that's away. The other oh, two are home. Okay, never mind. I got it. But Chelsea's away at Villa with Jack Grealish. Yeah, but still, I mean, you're... I mean, if if it is Spurs' last, if it's Kane's last game, he's really gonna want to fucking show out, right? Yeah. And like you said, they're still fighting for something too. That's and whereas, what's Crystal Palace fighting for? Nothing. Nothing. And what's the other? What's Villa fighting for? Nothing. Correct. So you got you know you're playing a team that's better, and they're still playing for something. Leicester's in trouble. So you got Leicester in Europa. There'll be another team. Dare I say Liverpool might fucking be safe right now? They might have already called. So your guess is so your your thing is Leicester's in Europa. Who will join them in Europa? West Ham sit at sixty two points, and then Tottenham at fifty nine. So Tottenham needs to win, and West Ham needs to lose. West Ham plays Southampton. Tottenham plays Leicester. So I mean, West Ham's going to make Europa. Plays Southampton. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I think I They're think going to make Europa League, mate. Tottenham might not even make conference. Yeah, I know. Look, Arsenal's one point away from Saint Tottenham. So here's my question. I'm my, excited. So here's my question for you. I want Arsenal to pass Saint Tot- Tottenham. For St. Tottenham's day. So you want Tottenham to lose and you want... Even a draw is fine. We have to beat Brighton and a draw. You guys have 58 points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they draw and we win, we well, pass Tottenham, need, mate. Well, you also need Everton to... You know what, though? If we don't make conference and finish above Tottenham, I'm happy. <laughs> I don't care. All things considered. Where things were like... when we were. I don't 15th. think any... I don't think Tottenham or Arsenal should be bragging about this. Well, no. It's not bragging about it, but at least it's something to look forward to. Because they lost in Europa. There's... I mean... What joy are you going to get out of the game if you have nothing to look forward to, right? So, yeah, I mean, it'd Maybe be this great. conference thing, I think Arsenal would definitely win conference. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Okay. So well, I actually think a La Liga team probably. I, I'm sure there's. I'm sure seventh in La Liga right now is actually. Or they probably in, will play their youth until the final stages. Let's be honest. That's like, fine. No I mean, like, uh, yeah, and they'll still get there. Yeah. So, look, I, I'm okay with oh. us making it, but what I mean is I'll be more happy. Oh, who's seventh in La Liga? Who's seventh in La... Oh, no. Real. <laughs> Mate, but if they win... <laughs> Mate, what if they're rematch in conference? Then? Dude, that'd be wild. Then the conference will be legit. So what this conference does is it makes Europa more legit, if that gives you an idea. Like, a lot of those teams that so would qualify... So what does the conference get? Because Europa League gets... Um, champions. Conference gets Europa League. I think conference should get champions. <laughs> Mate, why not? I, I that'd be fun. I agree, but unfortunately, that's not the rule. I agree. I, then I'd be super pumped about Arsenal getting into that. So they get Europa automatically if they win it. That's yeah. such bullshit. They should get champions. So there's that. Um, well, no, because then you're gonna get teams that are purposely tanking to get into the conference. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's an easier path. It is. That's true. That's so true. My last question. Although you probably get less money. Than last like question. Europa. You know how la- the worst teams in Champions League. Go down to Europa? Do the worst teams in Europa go down to the conference? No. They've changed that. They've changed that. Where they, yeah. They, they, so they've changed it where, like, you know how Europa had 48 teams? They only have 32 this time. Okay. So they're making it more quality, less, like, bullshit teams. So that all those bullshit teams are the ones that play in the conference. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> the beginning rounds of Europa were always bananas. Yeah. So in a sense, Europa is improving, if that makes, like, if that makes sense. Europa is going to be better. European Conference is literally for those tin pots. Uh, okay, real briefly, I just want to cover Man City. They've clinched the title, but they've been playing in some bananas matches. They won 4-3 against Newcastle. 
lost 3-2 against uh, Brighton, which, mind you, that Brighton game, you know, we sit here and we say, oh, these games, they don't mean anything, and they don't for City. Uh, but Jeff Paris did, after they beat Newcastle, tell me, make sure you shout out that Man City's won 12 away games in a row, a league record. Guess what? They lost this one. You jinxed it, Jeff. Um, well, Brighton I, I, don't want, I don't want to take anything away from them, but it it is... Like, the, there are no fans in the stadium, so it's like, that's No, there are in this one. Yeah, in that 10-game win streak. Oh, 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 in the, okay, right. The same thing that United had going. But um, Brighton had lost all seven of their previous PL matches against City, so that was their first win. Um, and so it was their first league win against City since 2-1 in the second tier in April of 1989. And in all seven of the Premier League matches, the aggregate score was Man City 21, Brighton 2. Brighton scores three in this one match after a red card for to Jao Cancelo. My point being, um, it's interesting that they've been That's in some... That's a harsh red, too, that they gave him. It was. I, I do agree with that. I'll give you that, Jeff, because he's been complaining about that for a bit. Because he got on my case when Palace scored today. I said, what happened to you guys again? And he said it was a bum call. It was. I'll give that to you. Also, but, Pep Guardiola needs to learn how to smoke a fucking cigar. I was, was going to bring that up right now. So they've been in some exciting matches, and, and it was nice to see him, though, celebrating with the fans. That was nice. All right, he, like, hear me To out. see him in that element. Isn't that kind of cool, though, like, just okay. to see him, like, singing and smoking a cigar and dance? Like, because he, he's always so, so here's serious. The thing. I'm, <laughs> it's going to sound like I'm a hater. But, mate, you're neutral, so you can... So when you watched Klopp celebrating or when you watched the Leicester players celebrating, it seems organic. Here's Pep Guardiola, um, you know, taking a selfie video, brings on a trainer he probably doesn't really fucking Wait, know Wait, did one. he take the selfie video or did someone else take it? I think he was taking it. I think someone else was doing it. Because his hands were full. He had like one around the guy and one smoking a cigar. I think the cigar was... Uh, I'm pretty sure the kid oh. took the video or the guy or whoever someone, was next to him. Someone. I don't know. It just seemed forced. I don't think so. I don't think that was an organic celebration. And he was like, oh, he was like big upping it. Like, he's this is insane. And then like the camera goes around the room and everyone's just like standing. Like no one's dancing. No one's like smiling. Maybe Pep was on one. Maybe he was just so like wasted. Maybe, but it just didn't seem organic. I mean, like if it was good for him, it's just like, I don't know. It just didn't seem. I think no matter what though. I don't think he really gave a shit. I think those, I, I don't agree with that. I mean, mate. He was willing to make himself look like a fool mouthing the words of that song. He knew all the words um, to Oasis, Don't Look Back in Anger. He knew the words to it. Well, yeah, because that's all he's doing, man. Like, there's nothing to do. Like, <laughs> but he knows the, the same thing with But like, that's Liverpool, him knowing the culture. Saying. That's him in, like, so as much as you don't like the I mean, like, I just have no, to give I'm, credit to, to managers to do this kind of stuff. I thought it was pretty cool. No, I'm saying, like, he did a great job of managing the team. It's just a celebration. It was just like... It just didn't seem... And I wouldn't well, blame him for not do? being so pumped. Like, it's like, all right, this is, like, my fifth time doing this shit. Like, I wouldn't be pumped either. I'd but be he like, was. Right, we have a Champions League final. That's when I'll get excited. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think... I think it was a forced... I don't think he was... Or, like, Does he look like the type of guy, though, that would do that kind of shit? Yeah. No. Mate, if... <laughs> Wait, ex- for real? At a party, I'd expect him to be pointing at people to take the hors d'oeuvres over there to take the drinks over there, to directing the people oh. at a party like he does in a game. But no, he was just kicking it back, smoking a cigar, singing a song. I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. I, I think it's always cool when managers do that celebration. I always think it's cool unless it's a Tottenham manager or team. Yeah. But fair play. Fair play to them, I guess. Well, so one thing we can agree on, I think, that is pretty cool is that Sheikh Mansour, did you hear about this? 
He's tra- he's ca- uh, covering the travel costs for all the fans to go to the uh, Champions League final oh, out in wow. Portugal. Well, how do you manage to do that though? That's you know I wasn't sure how that works, but I, I wonder if the ones that have maybe tickets... buying like a plane. Oh, that might be it too. They all, they'd all have to board the same flight. I'm guessing, right? I, you can't I just feel so. Like, you know what? Put I, this on the chic, mate. Like you can't just do that. <laughs> what? What if they did? <laughs> well, because they all have to cost probably the same amount, right? I, like it'd be it'd be so hard to do that. Hmm. To organize that many tickets. Let's see. Um, the twelve thousand supporters that have tickets for the game will have to fly in and out on the same day and remain in a bubble while visiting. Yeah. So same flight probably and. And due to the strict conditions over fans' visit, the city owner has decided to pay the cost of their travel to and from Portugal. Supporters will be offered a place on the club's official trip to Porto when they purchase their tickets. Travel will take place within a 24-hour period, as a Portuguese government minister has said that that would need, be, need to be the case. So I guess they're getting in and out, pretty much, to watch the game. So, yeah, yeah. I think uh, you're, you're probably right. Shake's probably bringing his, his, no, one of his airplanes... Really cool. Yeah. And yeah, not good on him. He's There's another example. Flight. He's paying yeah. for a flight, surely. Yeah. It's an example of another owner that Two gets flights. it. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and he's he got them accommodations too. Did I see that right? What was that? Yeah, to and from? No, no, no. he got them like a place to stay like they have their own little I bubble. think so. Yeah, they do have accommodations. Yeah. That's cool. At least like you get to stay with people you're with. Oh, no, no. I think they're going in and leaving the day out. Like they they go in Watch the game and get on the plane. Oh, everything leave. is the day of? I think so. so they're, they're like the actual team. <laughs> yeah, I think so because of the restrictions. You know, I might. That that seems so ideal though, doesn't it? Like just get everything done in one day. I guess. But aren't you going to be, when you get home, man, I'd be like, I am out. I'm sleeping. Yeah, and if you win it, you'd want to stay in the city. And right. Like, We're going to fucking Wait, wreak havoc. Can you imagine if they're all on the same plane or at least on like two planes, like just celebrating on the plane? The Sheik's plane is going to be bumping. If they win, which I anticipate them winning. Um, which we'll predict in the next wouldn't episode. Wouldn't you, like if you think of any title that your teams won, haven't you want to, don't you want to go on the streets or something like that? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Do you just save that for when you land and then you go on the streets? I, can't, I mean, they'd probably celebrate in the plane, no? Free drinks for everyone from the Sheik? Like, yeah, but it's a short flight. Yeah, that's so true. So maybe when you land, just dismantle Manchester. Just a party, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. We never know what's going to happen. What if they lose? It's a sad flight. Because I know when you track Liverpool's Champions League, I only relate to Liverpool because like, I, I saw the videos. Like, I mean, like the Rome trip, they all just partied there. Madrid, they all partied there. So it's like, it would be weird not to be able to party. In, is it Where in Portugal is it? Porto, I think. Porto. So yeah. will will Roman pull out his yacht and, and say, "All right, we're boating." To yeah, the that's, game. Um, wow, that's a power move by the Sheiks. Now we got to see what Roman's got. It. I mean, like, your move. We're on a gas shortage, so yeah. Well, we'll see what Roman, happens where's there. Where's that oil at? Huh? Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> a real quick touch up on uh, Man United. Um, they're really not playing for much. They they tied one one. The only reason I'm putting them into this show is because we. I'm not sure if we're gonna uh, record. Uh, before or after Europa League final, which is next Wednesday, um, or even during it, who knows? I don't know when we record next, so let's make our predictions. Man United versus Villarreal for the Europa League. It's Wednesday, the 26th. I believe it's 2 p.m. Central. I'll have to double check, but usually it is. Um, I have a meeting at 1, but I will be done to watch this game. Okay. So, I don't know, maybe maybe we record around it. Who, who knows? But what is your prediction? 2 nothing. Man United? Yeah. 
Okay. I think they play defensively and they get that one goal that they want, whether it's on the first half or whatever. But but I think their their second goal is going to be when Villarreal tries pressing, and I think Villarreal is going to get caught because naturally, I think the way they've been playing all year is kind of staying back. They're not used yeah. to being that pressing type team, so when they're going to start doing that, they're going to have to press and then bring up extra guys. They're going to get caught. Especially yeah. against United, so I think it's be two nothing. That's how Unai Emery plays. That was the problem that Arsenal fans had that he didn't play the Arsenal. He just kind of like he get up one nothing and he defend the hell out of that yeah. one goal. Uh, I think two one, and I think because Unai Emery's teams pounce on like mistakes and they have a few fast guys that can maybe take advantage of some errors. And I believe <laughs> Harry Maguire is he? Oh yeah, is Harry Maguire playing or no? Why would he fit? I don't know if he's injured. He might be injured. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we'll see what happens. So I think they'll win. We both think United will win. Uh, listeners at the Footy Corner too, let us know who you think will win. Man United and Villarreal Wednesday, May twenty sixth. We'll preview the Champions League um, before the Champions League next week on that episode. Okay. Well, uh, I, the next thing here was to predict all European spots. We've kind of done that, but you didn't say who do you think will make the conference. We made fun of the conference. Um, so so far, we both have the same predictions. We both think the Champions League will be City, United, uh, Chelsea, Liverpool in some order. We both have Leicester and West Ham making Europa. Who is your team that makes the conference? So seventh place? Yeah, your real options are Tottenham, Everton, and Arsenal. I think Tottenham's going to make conference. You think Tottenham makes conference? I think West Ham's going to get the job done. I think... Wow, and Everton are playing City. Is City going to be trying... So Everton plays at City, Tottenham plays at Leicester, and Arsenal plays Brighton. Mate, this to me looks like, although I don't want to get my hopes up, we should be able to do it, but I'm going to say maybe we bottle it and draw the game. Who knows? I can see that too. Um, you guys still get in and go the front shoulder? No, we would over Everton, but not Tottenham. Uh, God, I, I really don't know what City team's going to be there because City's going to be preparing for their Champions League final. They're not really going to care, right? Uh, I don't know, mate. You're going to say Tottenham. You just don't want to say it. Nope, I'm going Arsenal. I'm picking my boys to make the conference and play with a bunch of farmers uh, <laughs> next year on Thursdays. So with that said, I want to talk about the teams that will be joining the Premier League next season. We already mentioned the other two. The first legs of the playoffs happened. Uh, Bournemouth and Brentford played their first leg at Bournemouth in the mural. Hashtag power of the mural. I have no idea what the result of these games are. I don't know what you're about to say. Bournemouth did win 1-0. Uh, Dejuma in the 55th minute getting Bournemouth's goal. So the next match will be at Brentford down 1-0. There are no way goals in this. So basically it's just aggregate and then That's extra how time. shit should be. Yeah, I agree. So Brentford's going to be climbing out of one goal hole, but it's not like bad because they're at home. Now, the other result didn't go so well for the, fifth, for the lower-seeded team. Barnsley losing, losing at home to Swansea, 1-0. So Swansea gets the next leg at home, up 1-0, and the goal scorer was Andre Ayew, assisted by Kyle Naughton in the 39th minute, so a few old Premier League guys. So again, second legs at Brentford, at Swansea. Do um, you think Swansea's pretty clear through? With their home match up one nothing against Barnsley. I think so, honestly, I have I have no idea. I haven't watched any of these teams, nor do I want to watch them. Okay, they were both. I'll be honest. <laughs> the, both matches were were not good. 
But I think that's what happens. I think the first leg's a little conservative because then they'll go for it in the second leg when it's the... That said, though, that was one of the first events, aside from the FA Cup, that had, like, fans. The fans were pretty cool, at least. But who who do you peg based off these results to advance? I had to Brentford. Okay, Brentford and Swansea? Swansea. Okay, that's who I got to. All right, so let's go to the uh, comments. I just had a junk call blocked. That was wild. You Did you have that on your phone? That it says, like, silenced junk call? Yeah. Is that, like, what is that? I don't know. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it, I just noticed it's happened last few months. So I want to go back to some takes that happened a few days ago. Uh, we'll start with Brian. Um, we talked a little bit about Chelsea's defenders. He said, Tiago Silva is great, but Rudiger and Christensen have been really, really good this year, and their quality has been overlooked by the general soccer fan base. Uh, I agree that Chelsea and United are neck and neck right now, and a head-to-head match could go either way. So we talked about that last week. This was his answer. In terms of the defense, remember when we asked who the partners were? Yep. He was saying that Christensen and Rudiger have been really good with Silva. Um, any thoughts or no? No. So I want to address this, even though I think we have an idea. I don't think we heard from you about this. Uh, Steve had a debate about um, what does it mean to control your own destiny, mm-hmm. right? So... Uh, he got into an argument with a buddy after Man United about Liverpool controlling their own destiny. He wants to see what the community thinks. Now, obviously they do now, because if they win, they're pretty much in. But did they control their own destiny at this point? Uh, the situation was, if Liverpool wins each of their last three matches 1-0 only, Leicester beats Tottenham 6-0 but loses to Chelsea 1-0, uh, Leicester gets in over Liverpool. So Liverpool would have won all their matches but not gotten in still. So he says that then, because of that, Liverpool does not control their own destiny. Because controlling your own destiny means you win and you're in. That's yeah. it. Whereas the other person said um, that, A, that situation is very unlikely, but that Liverpool controls how many goals they score. No, they don't. So, I mean, they do. I mean, yeah, they do, but... But the term... But I guess uh, we're arguing yeah, the term... We're arguing the term of controlling your own destiny. So... It, the answer is, does that just mean to you win and you're in? So here's controlling your own destiny. Honestly, I have no idea what the fuck the scenario just told me. What. I mean, it just seemed like a lot. So I'm just going to simplify it. So we're assuming Liverpool well, no. wins their last three games. Okay? Liverpool wins their last three games. Does a, result, a, does a result that they're not in, does a competition that they're not in has to have to go a certain way for them to still win it? If yeah, if yes, then no. Yeah, exactly. So then that's no. Okay, then they don't. good. So you agree then because eighty percent said don't control no. Eighty percent said no. Twenty percent said yes. So one person. Yeah. So you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, oh if, yeah, if, that's what if, I said. That's what yeah. we all said. Yeah. So for the person that said um, that they don't, or that they do, sorry, still that's not true because they have zero control over another game that they need to go a certain way yep okay i agree and that was something that jeff and steve agreed on too it was amazing it's everyone yeah, in the yeah. community came together um and agreed <laughs> barstool sam even came in on that and, oh, okay or sorry sam's army came in and he agreed as well um uh, jeff writes a few days ago chelsea club in crisis uh was he overreacting too soon to them losing the fa cup final <laughs> 
All right. Um, yeah. Another one. Brian says, so I don't know if you saw. <laughs> There's a post about Shrek in late 2020 that said Shrek went to Arsenal's Emirates Stadium to lend support to their axed mascot, Gunnarsaurus, and offer him a job at Shrek's Adventure. So Brian said, I think this was the Shrek love story that Arian was referencing on last Bro, week's Shrek pod. was a love story. <laughs> it is. It's a love story. I know. I was right? just saying, he's saying that him and Gunnarsaurus apparently are in cahoots. These is days. Gunnarsaurus for sure can or is he coming back? I think he's coming back. We'll find out. The home game is, uh, <laughs> he is Saturday. <laughs> did you know? Oh, did, did you see a few weeks ago? I forgot to mention it when it happened. When, uh, when Arsenal was playing uh, Villarreal, he wrote... Uh, a message. I don't know if it was on Instagram or Twitter or something, and it said "Good evening," uh, and like "Good luck to like Arsenal." Like he just he made fun of Emery like one last time. <laughs> so that was wild. Uh, Steve has found the real reason that Harry Kane is leaving. Have you seen this video? No. From the 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 UK drill scene was never bigger. Yes. Here's Tottenham fans. You just got Kane. You just got So it's a whole bunch of that shit. Um, I mean, that's pretty much <laughs> what you get here in every MLS game. So if you didn't like that, that's the MLS for you. But that's also apparently why Harry yeah. Kane's actually leaving. Um, that was pretty funny, I thought. Let's talk about it real briefly. Um, it, you know, there are all these rumors coming out. But the last thing I saw, and, and something that's kind of interesting... Um, it's that Harry Kane might face a more difficult summer than it seems because uh, Daniel Levy is not as prone to selling him. He's going to fight to sell Harry Kane or to keep him. Um, so how do you see this ending for Harry Kane? Like, where is he going to end up? Well, it's What's going to happen? It's tricky because um, based on his reaction, I think he thinks he's going to go and He's confident something can be done, which which leads me to suspect that maybe something's already in. Okay. The deal's already done. But then again, Daniel Levy's notoriously known for getting uh, the money that is that he thinks his players are worth. And it all goes back to Gareth Bale, that whole saga that dragged everything, drags. And so, I mean, which is good. You know, as an owner, you want to get what you, what you want. So... You know, I don't really know. It. I'm curious to know what he values Kane at and if a team's willing to spend that much because, you know, in your honest opinion, how much do you think he's worth? How much 20, do you think he's going to go for? 27-year-old, probably, honestly, like the, the highest scoring striker in the Premier League right now, right? He's. What do you think he's going to go for? It depends. I think if it's domestic, if he, he goes domestically... It'll be close to 100. Okay. If he goes not domestic, it'll be like 70, 75. I'd, I'd probably peg him at 80 to 85. You, uh, either way or non-domestic or domestic? Either way. I think they'll sell to anyone, but I think the price would go up if... Because I know Chelsea's shown interest apparently. Mm-hmm. I think the price is a little bit more for Chelsea because it's a direct rival. But I think I'll go for 80 to 85. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't value him more than Holland. Holland right now is at 120. Okay. Um, if I'm City, <laughs> I fork out the extra 40 million and get 
Holland because how, he's like five years younger and in my humble opinion better. Okay. I think City's gonna get Harry Kane. I don't know. That's just my thought. <laughs> it's just I think he wants to stay in England. Uh, yeah, that's what he said. That's what that's what Harry Kane. And said. apparently, he's asked some teammates how the Northwest is. So well, it's a lot different. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> to me, and I don't feel like the United, cold in the north of England is different. <laughs> I don't think United's going to fork that out when they have Cavani. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. And Greenwood, I I don't know. I just see City going that route. Uh, I don't well, know if Erling Haaland. Jeff I feel like saying, though Erling Haaland will be tough too because Dortmund doesn't want to sell him. Man, if I'm Holland, I want out of there so bad because he's ready, man. He's ready. Yeah, it's one of those things, though. Wasn't Mbappe really pressured to get sold from Monaco, but he like there was one extra year he ended up staying than what people so, thought? If you remember, right? Didn't he stay one extra year? Because of FIFA financial fair play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't know. I think maybe they'll get Kane this year and Holland next year. That'll be, that'll be wild. I don't know, man. I, they can't do that, but... You know, if you're City, do you get Kane now, or do you wait a year and get Holland? I think they're going to get Kane. What would you do? I think they're going to get Kane now, and they'll try to get Holland at another point in time. What do you mean at another point in time? They're that's just Man City, Kane man. Is that's 27. Kane has yeah. four to five more years in him. Oh, they'll find a way to make both work. <laughs> they'll find a way, you man. Cannot, you cannot. Bro, no. Let's be realistic here. This isn't FIFA 10. Two strikers up top isn't a thing anymore. Especially when you have Raheem Sterling and who's their other winger? They have Mares, Mares Foden. Foden. They have all these guys. You I mean, can't. They don't, you guys, they they don't too many care. Wingers. They have too many wingers. You can't have two they strikers out there. They don't care. They're trying to win everything. It doesn't matter. You can't. Bro, you're not going to convince Holland to, to compete with Harry Kane. Well, either way, I think they're going to get Harry Kane. I think Holland's going to be tougher to get than people. So Holland's probably going to go to Real Madrid or Barcelona. We'll see. Maybe. That sucks, bro. <laughs> Let's see what happens. We don't know if that's what's going to happen. I just think Harry Kane's going to go to City. I think that's done. I think that's a foreseen... I think that's just going to happen. No, I'm fine with that. Is it bad for me to say, like, I... For me, like, for some reason, I'm genuinely looking out for City and being like, the smarter thing would be to wait and get Holland. If you... Or if you can't... Let's ask Jeff. That's assuming that you can't fork out the 40 extra mil for some reason. They have the money. I'm guessing it's uh, fair play or something. I, I don't know, but... Let's ask Jeff. That extra 40 million for someone that's five years younger and debatably better i mean come on jeff at the footy corner too let us know uh what you're gonna go with it's just it's again it's not fifa though like you said so so getting someone is not as easy as just like there's picture what do you but there's pictures of holland in city jersey he was born in england um they the quality to win the premier league and champions league is there i think he would join I, well, let's see what happens. Let's see what... Uh, I know it's not like... Which I owner... I know it's not like FIFA, but I'm saying... real. If we're being realistic, I'm again, guessing Holland is valued $40 million more. And that's a good amount. Three parties. More. That's my point. There are three parties, right? City, who's willing to get both. The players who probably are both willing to go there. It's 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 uh, Watsky, the, the, the BVB guy, and Levy, Tottenham. Let's see who budges. I think a lot of that will go into which one is more willing to let their guy go. So you're ta- your Manchester City, what do you do? I think for them it'll be easier to obtain Harry Kane. I just think that's what's going to happen. 
and I also think he fills a homegrown quota. I think they've always had trouble filling out the homegrown quota, haven't they? Because oh, they know. buy so many overseas players. That's so. a, I mean, I don't understand the, the, the deeper concept of that, but it just kind of seems stupid, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, but, well, no, they, they want grassroots in England. They want the English players to stay and learn through their system, and uh, I don't know. It is what it is. Well, your youth uh, is always going to be English. Yeah, I mean, but... It's just well, the difference it's of not. you have... Um, you have... Uh, who's the mediocre English player? Mark Noble? You have Mark Noble <laughs> or, uh, or David Silva. Yeah, so we'll we'll see where that goes. Other people, let us know what you think, uh, what will happen with, I guess, Man City or where Holland will go or where Kane will go. Lukaku is is perhaps out there. We'll see what happens. I'll talk about another guy here out in the market in a second. Before we get to him, uh, Theo Walcott has permanently joined Southampton. Just some news bits. Uh, Hodgson is officially leaving Palace after six years at the club that he was a fan of growing up, so that's pretty cool. Like, every time I see his face, like, there's just... I don't know. I kind of smile a bit. I, there's, you can't hate the guy. Right. You know, it's right. just like, he's like, he's like your grandpa, you know, it's just like, you know, as you look, and then the faces he makes, it makes it even better. Like, the, yeah. <laughs> um, and then David Luiz is officially leaving Arsenal after this season. Um, who knows where he's going, but well, I guess it's probably good back home, right? Yeah, maybe, probably. Um, and there's talk that William might try and might be trying to go to inner Miami. Please God, let him go there. Please. He wants to join David Beckham. Uh, David Beckham's really trying to just get a bunch of these guys over there. But then, like, isn't there, like, the you, like you said, the homegrown? <laughs> yeah. So the what is this three desig- agenda? Three designated players. Um, He's got to start paying them on the side. Yeah. So, well, I mean, in Miami, tried. there's so many ways. He already tried. Like, there are prostitutes and cocaine everywhere. Just give him a bunch no, of that. No, he tried. And Blas Matuidi was going to be the guy that came in. And then, all of a sudden. He's there. MLS caught him. But, yeah, but something happened. I don't know what happened. They had to figure something out. They probably took money from MLS. Or they gave money to MLS. They probably bribed him. So this is this is interesting. So fun little thing that Jeff brought up. He asked Steve, is this you, Boo? Um, he said that Steve said TAA greater than Foden, Genie greater than Foden. Uh, still a fact. Put Foden on any other team and he's trash. So I guess he's trying to do old takes exposed. Um, Steve said, I still believe it a hundred percent. I think he's mentioning the TAA over mm-hmm. Foden part. I don't think he's still calling him trash. Um, Jeff said, you usually have horrible takes on things, but I don't even think you believe that. Uh, Steve said, never seen Foden assist like TAA. Jeff then said, that's because Foden doesn't assist the other team like TAA does on a regular basis. So, <laughs> which I thought it was pretty funny, but, um, what is your take on this new Alexander-Arnold versus Foden, even though they're different positions. I think they're both, both of these parties oh, are very biased. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Um, Should we ask Brian then? Well, it's tough to say because they're different positions. I agree. And one of them had an insane t- two years before this. Right. Back-to-back insane years in Trent. And I don't want to say Foden had an insane year this year, but he had a really good one. He did. He did. Um Especially with that last goal he scored. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's tough because I feel like this was the first season that Foden has had. Like, you know, that he had all these sets, whereas Trent, he did it more than one season. I know it's another season, but I mean, to do it over two straight seasons and then like, he's had glimpses this season. But again, I've said it's tough when you have 
direct links getting injured to you and leaders. Mm-hmm. So for me, like to, for me to solidify any argument, I, I just want to see phone do it maybe one more year or maybe if he does get called up for euros, should to do it in euros, but it's going to be tough to get into the lineup this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just like I want to see him do it one more year, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if Phone even started all like at the beginning of this season for City. So I don't think so. I think yeah, he just kind of. So. Well, Pep has slowly eased him in, you know, and we've so seen if that works. Let's see another season, but as of now, I don't want to say one's better than the other because how the hell are you going to say like Marcelo? You're going to compare like a Marcelo to like Tony Cruz? It's like, well, how? <laughs> it's yeah. like different positions, right? right. And I think I think they're both very good. I think any team in the league would, you know, if you ask, hey, would you take this guy? Would you put this guy straight in your starting eleven? It's like someone being like, Danny Alves is better than Alexis Sanchez. It's like back in the right. Barcelona. He's like, well, what? Well, that's what I mean. Like, basically, if you ask most teams, will you put this guy in your starting eleven tomorrow? I think ninety percent would say yes to ninety-five. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Ninety-five. So, yeah. Yeah. Even you know, I, I mean, as an Arsenal, I think. If you go below the top four, every team will say yes. And then even within the top they four, all, they they'll all both, say yes. They both walk into any team that's not in England. Even like. each other's teams? No. You don't think so? I wouldn't put Foden in for Mane or Salah. No, what if he plays in the next layer? Next layer? What is yeah. that supposed to mean? Of that 4-3-3, he plays in the layer below. Where Genie would play? Yeah. I wouldn't put. A, I mean, Henderson's different. No, no, he wouldn't play there. He'd play. Yeah. So and I'd still. I'd still just for just because we know what Tiago can do. Let's just okay. be real here. I, I still put Tiago there. Yeah, I'd probably tag him ahead of Genie. Yeah. I think they both walk into each other's teams, mate. I'm sorry. I think. Well, yeah, but I think Phone's a winger, right? Yeah, but I mean, I mean no, he can still fleek and he can. And play. I know he, maybe he he's had a better season. Mane's having a bad season, but still, like I don't know. I just I don't know. But yeah. So. Yeah. So in terms of comments, that's the main stuff. I who's, mixed in a few other things in news. Who's the city back for where Trent would play? Who's that? Kyle Walker. Jeff's gonna say Kyle Walker. Yeah. Trent. Yeah, but again, these are these biased views. That I, I just think most people would say okay. Yeah. So phone over Wijnaldum and Trent over hopefully Kyle Walker. <laughs> I think so. I mean. And both are young too, so long term, absolutely yes. So, but but we're talking short term, yeah. I guess. So this was a big one. Tammy Abraham was left out of the entire squad for the FA Cup final, not just the the starting eleven. Yeah, yeah. The squad. Did you hear about his uh, his partner? She was angry. Um, her name is Leah Monroe, I think, or something. Yeah, Leah Monroe. This lady. She's got a jacket that has a Bulls logo and a Knicks logo I don't think she knows the meaning of that jacket. That's wild. (laughs) But she said, how on earth do you make the decision to leave your top goal scorer out of the squad for a final? Uh, The same person... It's like a jacket with an Arsenal and United jacket. Yeah, it's a bit wild. (laughs) The same person who even scored the goals to actually qualify for this competition. It's not making any sense whatsoever. Not even the bench. This has to be a joke. Um, You know, despite that it was a surprise, the 23-year-old didn't even make the bench at Wembley. Uh, he was a little more calm, saying that the loss hurt and that he had, quote-unquote, unfinished business. He, he posted, it hurts, but we still have unfinished business. Thank you for your support. Good to have you back. He took a bit of a higher road. Tammy's gone. Do you? Okay, exactly. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think it's Tammy, in the road for Tammy's Tammy? Gone. And where does well, Tammy go? Well, here's the good thing. He's leaving on good... Um, um, like, it's not like he had bad performances. Right. 
So he's gonna go to a team like a not this team exactly, but like a didn't he play for Villa on loan? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe. So he's gonna go to a team like a Villa. Okay. Maybe like let's say Benteke like eats too many cheeseburgers this summer and just falls out. Like he'll go to Palace. Okay. Palace is Palace that. Maybe like a Burnley. I know that sounds so bad, but like no. a mid to lower Premier League team to start, he's like 21. You know where I would – this is he the one Chelsea quote-unquote reject I would take. He needs consistent playing time. No, because you guys have Martinelli, and then like Aubameyang is going to be the next year. You guys do yeah, not Yeah, but we're need, losing Lacazette. You need a replacement. You have two strikers already. Most teams, that's all you want. But like, the thing is, you play Aubameyang on the wing – you need you have Abraham striking. What do you what West message Ham. what message are West you sending Ham. to Martinelli? West Ham. Who's their striker? Mikel Antonio who gets hurt every three days. Yeah, but man's a machine. No, come no, on. No, yeah, I could see him for West Ham, yeah. I think he's Staying good enough London. to play for these teams. Yeah, I mean I, the reason I'm saying he wants to go somewhere where he's a starter. How about starter. Tottenham he's when Harry learned, Kane leaves? I think he's learned from these Chelsea days that with competition, not only do you have to be good, but you have to be like kind of insane to like Get your spot. And it's like, for him, this is probably disappointing because he's like, well, it's not like I, like, failed. It's like I I did the job, but still there are other people that they prefer. So it's like now you want to get into a team where you start scoring goals, start proving yourself. Like Calvert-Lewin, like that type of thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just find that team where you could possibly make the England squad. I've got a team for you, and I'd hate if this happened, but Tottenham, when they lose Harry Kane. If you're Tottenham... Um, you should probably be going for better. No, right? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think that that'd be a good pickup. All right. So the Euros twenty, the Euro twenty twenty squads, who has been selected? So some of the provisional squads for the Euros are out. That's coming up soon. We'll get into that. Um, very briefly, I just wanted to know if you could name some of the players on the. We're gonna play a little game here. For England? Yeah, I thought it'd be fun. No, not just, not just, I'm going to name some teams. I want to see if we can name any uh, Premier League players that are on these international teams going in. Just just a few of them. Nothing uh, I'm going to be shit at this. I used to be really good. Um, let's try... Let's try Turkey. Turkey has... Three... Premier League players. So new to Yes, so you choose so on defense one. from Leicester. So that's one. Yep. You said one from each team. That's my one. Oh, okay. The other the other players <laughs> are uh, Chenchis Under for uh, Leicester also. Okay. And I didn't know this guy played for them, so I apologize uh, for this one. Okay, Yokuslu from <laughs> West Brom. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right, this one was a little more fun. I think uh, you can name a few of them. Belgium. Um, Do you want to know how many you're naming or... So you're naming one, Gary two, Tillmans. three, four, five. Yeah, you got Tillmans right. Five, six, seven, eight, eight, nine, nine people. Uh, no, I can't think of any. Just name a few more. You got Tillmans. I can't. There's an easier one. Yuri Tillmans? Yeah. On Belgium? I used to. The best, one of the, uh, the best Belgian Premier League player, you're missing him. Oh, Premier League player. Say best Belgian player is uh, probably Hazard or Mertens or something like that. But they're not in the Premier League anymore. I know. I... Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, 
Well, he's been injured all year, so well, he doesn't come to mind. He doesn't show up in big games anyway. Can anyone out there? Anyone out there can be playing too while this is happening. Do you have any other guesses, or do you want me to just name them? Just name them. All right, we got Alderweireld of Tottenham. Uh, you've got Castagne of Leicester, Timothy Castagne. The, okay. The, the, uh, shout out Nasser Chadley, but he's not in the Premier League anymore. Uh, Leander de Donker of Wolves. We've got Dennis Prate of Leicester. Michi Batshuayi of Crystal Palace. Christian Benteke, Crystal Palace. I didn't even know Benteke was making that roster. And Leandro Torsard of Brighton. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten any of those. I can confidently say I wouldn't have gotten any of those. All right, let's try I mean, one. I know all those guys, but I didn't even, like, for example, like Benteke and Dundonker making the team? Like, no <laughs> yeah. way. Well, Netherlands, can you name okay. Netherlands? They have a ton. I mean, Van where Dijk, do I even start? Van Dijk, Genie. Van Dijk is not on the roster. Oh, yeah, he got injured. He said, but Genie's so there. So Genie's going to be there. Yeah. There are no more Day Youngs in the Premier League. Correct. Um, One guy that just got transferred in but never Bergwijn. plays. Bergwijn's there, yep. Bergwijn is there. Does Arsenal have a Dutch player? No, they we don't. We do not. Tottenham? Yes. You, always, you named yeah. Bergwijn, though. Okay, so I named So you're good Chelsea on Tottenham. Chelsea has a Dutch player? Chelsea does, does not, not have Martin a... Martin Van Winkswistle or whatever? No, Chelsea huh? doesn't have a player on this. <laughs> There's a guy that just... City? City don't have a Dutch guy. They do. Dutch people, like, You take guys pride made in, fun like... of him early in the season. Oh. Uh, oh, my God. Nathan Ake. Nathan yeah. Ake. <laughs> oh, man. This is fun. People he made listening the team? Can, yeah. Okay. People listening can play, too. So they can enjoy this. And another rest. Uh, there, I'll give this hint. And, and people to be listening. A team? No, no. Uh, he got transferred in. United? Was a big transfer. Oh, didn't play. Shit. Um, <laughs> ah, what's his name, man? Midfielder. Yeah. Ah, fuck. Blonde hair. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I forget his name. Van de Beek. Van, Donnie Van de Beek, yeah. All right. I'll, if you want me to name a few others, yeah. Patrick Van Enholt is back from Crystal Palace. Uh, they have Kenny Tete from Fulham. Joel Veltman of Brighton. And you ready for this one? Your boy, Anwar Algazi of Aston Villa. All these guys were, <laughs> all those guys you just named were in my starting 11 in my Ajax career mode three years ago. So what happened here? Why didn't you remember them? <clears throat> I don't know how I forgot Algazi. <laughs> I should remember that one. Oh, there's only one Croatian. You mean Someone Cristiano Algazi is his name, not Anwar. Right, Cristiano Algazi. Um, can you name Poland? No. Fabianski. Suchek? No, he's Czech Republic. <laughs> uh, Mateusz Klick of Leeds. They have a Chicago Fire player on this list. This is wild. Um, they also have, yeah, Klick of Leeds. Uh, that's really it. Placetta of Norwich. Oh, Norwich isn't in the Premier League yet. Sorry. Um, Jan Bednarik, Southampton. Um I mean, England isn't a good one. France has too many. We're not going to do France. Yeah. Germany has probably too many, right? Mm, just the Chelsea core. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much Chelsea's team. That's really it, I think, for the fun ones. I think I... You Chelsea know. chose the wrong year to have a bunch of Germans on their team. Like, <laughs> literally any year before, like, last year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, we're not going to do Germany. They have too many. Gundogan. Uh, too many. Okay, so that was fun. Um... As we get closer to the Euros, we will do some guesses, predictions. It's coming up soon. Uh, all right. Well, that brings us now to Mount Rushmore. We're back with Mount Rushmore. Uh, today's Mount Rushmore is going to be – well, we, we kind of debated a bit, right? So summer activities are like quarantine being over. So which 
which or both or, or what do we want to do here? We said it, I thought. So what is it? I mean, what do we tell the people? What it fucking is. What are you talking about? What is it? It's the quarantine one. Okay, so quarantine activities Mind are now, you that you're now available to do, and it could mix in with summer stuff coming So up. this is things that we can do. Right. Uh, everyone in the footy corner that we mentioned, except for Jeff Paris, because apparently Canada's better than us, but can't get a vaccine. So Okay, so I'll let you go first since you won the last, or your choice, I guess. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'll, I'll say bars and clubs are opening. Okay, bars and clubs. So do we want to say nightlife or no? No, just put bars okay. and clubs. I can put nightlife. No, no, bars and clubs is good. Okay, that's your pick? That's my pick. I'm going to go with... Well, I mixed in summer and quarantine. Okay. So I'm going to go with baseball games. Like, I'm not going to say sporting events in general. It's too broad, isn't it? Or should uh, I call it sporting events? I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, you could say baseball games. I don't know. I'll say sporting events. We'll just we'll keep it general, I guess. Okay, yeah. And these were shut down. These were shut down. And again, I had in mind summer kind of theme stuff. The beach. Okay. The beach, or I guess if you have a pool, I guess you go there. But so, what do I call that? I don't want to call it water sports because some people. You could say the beach. So beach, like pool, kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So now you're up for two. Um, I'm gonna say um, no masks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, the, I want to see people. Like, you know, I'm tired of wearing the masks. But what so. if you're trying to cover cold sore? Like Max Kellerman That's out wild. here. That's bananas. <laughs> um, and something that just got announced in Chicago that I'm very excited about because their lineup's put insane. This down. So festivals. Festivals and concerts. Is that broad? That's not broad. That's a festival. You said the beach. You know how many beaches there are in the world? Festivals, but like, okay, what if you like small street festivals, not Lollapalooza? Small street festivals were canceled as well. Okay, well, yeah, but I had that on my list. What, so what, small street festival? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No, no one goes to small street festival. I do. They're what, amazing. What, Have you small, not been? You haven't been to small one? street festival? Like it takes up a block. You got live bands playing. There's beer. <laughs> no, no. I'm not. Like it's what people Festivals do. And concerts. It's what people do it's when not they're not. Bond. It's people. It's what people do when they get older than 26 and aren't drugs. Sporting events is a thing. Then festivals and concerts are a thing. Okay. But, but what I'm saying is you've never heard of like a street fest? No, that sounds so lame. It that sounds like something that's fun when you're nine. I mean, it's something like a carnival. No, Lollapalooza sounds like it's fun when you're until you're you know like a grown ass man. No, I'm a grown ass man. I still like Lala. Fair enough. So do the kids that walk around naked and drugged up. You don't like drugs and naked girls. Not ones that are underage. They're not underage. <laughs> that's bananas. I mean. Last time I went that way, there were some really messed up people walking around. But, like, street festivals, man, you just drink beer, it's live music. You're that's, saying that's You lame? just literally explained what Lollapalooza is, too. Yeah, but it's, I feel like it's different crowd. Okay. Um, so you like going where old people like to sing guitars. That's nice. No, it's generally, like, cover bands that sing, like, songs nice. that I like. So you like, you like um, Nickelback cover cover bands i didn't say nickelback but i mean hey they might play in so you know what hey whatever floats your boat what what do you mean (laughs) i think the the fact that you put an age on lollapalooza's bananas a b um you say oh but in small street festivals there's live music and 
and people. It's like, well, bro, that's the same thing with fucking Lollapalooza. Yeah, but you have to admit that's a different because you. Well, no, I said that because you made fun of small street festivals. Because I think they're corny. You haven't been to one. Yeah, I mean, I've seen them, and I don't want to go. Have you walked by one? Have you been in it? I've walked by one and accidentally been in one, yes. You've accidentally been in one? Yes. Okay. The Mexican um, Independence Day one or some shit like that. We didn't go into that one. That it wasn't one us. No. Us going to the casino. <laughs> this was a different occasion. This was a different occasion. I was going to Costco. Okay. I, no, I swear to God. And, I, and they were serving like the festive corn that they have. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like there a, was low low stands, there was like a low taste stand. There was like mariachi bands, like and like sugary desserts. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but like, yeah, I mean, it would be fun for like a hot second. But it's like I'm not staying there for like the mariachi band okay. and like. Fair enough. All right. Uh, all right. Okay. So I'll move on. And I'll try to do something that's different. So would I prefer like a hot blonde over like a a, a, a pregnant chick? Then yeah, I mean that's the crowd I'm gonna go with. All right. At the concert. Um, anyway. Sorry. Anyway, um, no, I'm saying they both have their advantages, but you ripped on my thing, so I'm going to come out at yours. Because it's corny, and you didn't okay. come out. But what, do you, what are you going to do when you see an old-ass man at Lollapalooza? Vibe. It's cool. It's like, Vibe. Uh, I hate that word. All right. You all like the same music, so what's, what's wrong with age? What does age have to do with anything? All right. Um, if I'm 26 and the guy is 40, what's the difference? I'm going to go with, for my next picks, uh... I feel like it was a bit more tempered and people couldn't do them. And it's why mine is going to be after my wedding. But I feel like um, like bachelor and bachelorette parties or like, okay. I don't know what you call that. Like, uh, I don't want to just call it group Like we're a group of friends. Cause um, it, yeah, we're like group of friends can get like a house in, on, the, on the lake or a beach or, you know, like, or anywhere. Like friends can like hang out together on a trip. So what do we call that? Like, uh. Because I don't want to call it an event. Everything's an event. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it is like a get-together, right? I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, you know what I should say? Should I just call it like wedding slash celebration and in that it encompasses bachelor and bachelorette parties or like... Wait, what are you guys saying? What you... I don't know what you call these. I don't want to call it parties because party can be anything. It's not a party. So... Well, you're talking bachelor, bachelorette parties? You're talking yeah, like... those kinds of things. Yeah. Like but like, back. what 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 are you trying to say? Like, what else in that is in that little is in that? Like, just to be able to go on like a trip with your friends somewhere, like you could all gather. <laughs> yeah, you could just say like a gathering of friends, friends gathering. Yeah, but a bachelor party is much cooler <laughs> than a friends gathering, mate. Well, you just you, you use your own words, mate. Uh, a bachelor party is better than a vacation with your, than like, quote unquote, just when you're saying, I'm going to say bachelor party. That's what I'm going to say. Bachelor you know? parties are back. I'm going to just put bachelor party because I don't know what else okay. I mean, like, to put. I mean, you could put gatherings, but like in your, in your terms, that's more lame. Well, I mean, but, but, but that could be anything. Like, I feel like that's too broad. Gatherings. Right? Uh, vacation with friends. I don't think there's a term for it. There should be, but not that and I And like, I put party because bachelor party, but like parties, festivals, same thing. So, bachelor party. Okay. I'll, I'll just put that. Bachelor parties. Um, and finally... Slash bachelorette. Yes. Know. Yes. Um, I'll put the E-T-T-E in parentheses. And this last one, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I have run out because uh, we just kind of decided last second. So, let me think. 
Um, you want me to just let you pick your last one while I come up with something? Yeah. Even though we're out of order, like, I don't think I'm going to steal your Vacations? Um, that's your pick? Vacations, yeah. Okay. You could travel state now and things are open. So, like, for example, like, I got a lot of friends going to Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're vaccinated, you go to California. Things are opening back in California. So vacations just in general, whether you're going with family, friends, it's, uh, I think everyone is, is scheduling their getaways now, whether it's with your friends, your significant other, your family, like just to go somewhere different. I so should have put that I'll instead put of vacations. bachelor party. That's, okay, that's good. Hmm. All right. I thought you'd take vacations by the time I got to it. Well, I, you know, I feel like that's the word that was going to try, that I meant to say for bachelor party, like gathering thing, but no. I said gatherings. You said no to that, though. Yeah, but gathering, gathering is a weird (laughs) word. I hate, I'm not a fan of this right now. And this internet is so slow right now that I can't, I can't even get, I'm trying to get suggestions from the internet. Just think of something that you, you wanted to do. I don't. That's why I really I like you to said going to sporting things because I'm right? not very good at these things that are, especially because I don't really do things. Um, I'm gonna put. You know what? I got one. I got one. Um, being able to well, this also kind of is involves going out with friends. No, I mean, but it's different than bars and clubs. Okay. I don't know how often you've done this. You're going to make fun of me for being old for this. A bar crawl? Like brunches or like going out to like no, brunch or dinner with your friends. that's a very Chicago thing to say. So like, but not like brunches by yourself. Brunches is definitely. With well, like yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> you you know? can say brunch. I'm going to go with brunch. Because I, we, I, we did that recently. You're in the number one, number one city for brunches, by the way. Really? You know that? Oh, well, we yeah. do have good spots. I was trying. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's Ovi, man. That's a nice goal. Okay. Jeez. All right. So you got bars, clubs, no masks. Festivals, concerts, and vacations. I have sporting events, beach pool, bachelor party, and brunch. Uh, they're all fun. Very, yeah. They're all fun. I just feel like bachelor party is just out there. Bachelor, bachelorette party. But you know what I mean. Those kinds of things. So you could okay if you come up idea. with a with a term that fits it more, can, you could I, just mod it. But I don't know what it is. Like wedding activities. It'll come to still, you maybe. Yeah, we'll see. Word. All right. So, uh, with that said, because of how long I took there, we'll jump to something that's very appropriate. We'll jump to Nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. And our, um, our nominees, and I'll do those, and then I'll do the results of the last one, because I didn't do the results. The aforementioned Daniel Amarty of Leicester City for throwing the Chelsea pen into the floor. I don't think there's really much more to say about that. We all kind of know what's happened. Yeah. Then... I, originally, it was going to be the Minnesota Twins, but Tony Larusa. I don't know if some of you have been following what's been going on with the White Sox. I kind of um, doubt people outside people don't. of Chicago so, have. But. So we'll explain it, right? They're winning 15-4 to against the Minnesota Twins, who are somewhat of rivals to them, uh, the other night. And the Twins bring in their fat catcher, Willie Enns, the guy who we mentioned in the last pod. They bring him in to pitch because, you know, you don't want to use any more relievers, so you bring in the fat catcher to throw that rest of the game. And this dude had a, a 3-0 count on a Sox hitter, Yermin Mercedes, who, mind you, is a young player who's taken forever to get in the league. So he's going to take all the stats he can get. Dude lobs a 47-mile... He's not, he's not young in age, but right. young, young for a major league career. It's his rookie season. And he's one of those stories that, like... Wow, that was a fucking he's a, beautiful it's, goal. It's yeah. a big story. It's a big story. 
So this dude lobs a three one pitch, a three zero pitch, and and your mean Mercedes crushes the ball for a home run to make it sixteen to four in the ninth. Um, modern baseball fans are like, well, cool, good on him. He didn't bat flip. He didn't walk any slower. Yeah, he just I saw I saw it. He just did his thing, and. Tony Lusa is, is mad at him. He said that he didn't follow the unwritten rules um, and that I'll have a talk with him. And then even his own teammates, Tim Anderson, and even today Lance Lynn come out and say, like, you do you. Like, it's part of the game. If they Lance Lynn came out and said that? Lance too? Lynn today actually, well, here's the, here's the newest part. That's Larissa's boy. Lance Lynn came out and said, uh, he said something along the lines of, like, if they don't want him to hit a home run, then don't bring a, a catcher to pitch at the end of the game. You know, and, and that's respect. Because if you're a pitcher, you're you know, if you're a pitcher, you're like you're like, man, these guys taking out catchers to do our job, like that's some bullshit. Like you know, right. you're pretty much saying anyone can do it. Mm-hmm. Well, and Bauer even said that without paying the price. Bauer came out on Twitter and said had a take on it as he does on everything. Trevor yeah. Bauer. Um, he also said the same thing. He's like, well, I mean, if you don't want him to do that, don't bring in a guy to like. Don't bring a joke. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, he's playing the game. Actually, it's a bigger insult not to play the game. Now, here's the worst part of all that. Larusa today, after Lance Lynn said that, I don't know if this text was taken or this quote was taken out of context, but I saw an update on my news phone. To me. And it said, that's why I'm the manager and he's the player or something like that. Or I'm in my office and he's in the like bull, dugout or something. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so it's changed. The nonsense has changed to Tony Russo. Like, I get it. You're an older guy, you want to keep the game, but what are you doing? Like, you know your team, know your team. Look, your team is young, exciting. Also, like, there's some things that I feel like they could have handled the situation better. And, like, even the people defending, um, you're mean, Mercedes, Mm -hmm. the the hitter. Look, you shouldn't be going on social media and and egging it on. I think there are, like, some things that, like, how many fucking, they're baseball players. They're with each other more than their families during the season. Like, you're in the ball club. So just take a couple steps and just talk to your manager. Talk to a player. Like, it literally can be figured out in two minutes. Yeah. It doesn't need to become a you thing. Don't, you, you put it on social media and just like that, you give you give the media what they want to something to hop on and then you're going to get reactions and then things are going to be taken out of context. And especially with someone as old as La Russa, Lord knows how he's going to take it and it becomes a big ordeal. So... Just imagine if Larusa had said that we we wouldn't be talking about it today because yeah. it was brought on by Tim Anderson because you know caught waves to Bauer and other now it's like becoming a big thing right rather than just being a ball club because I'm sure Yermin and Tony Larusa have talked about it by right. now yeah and they all should have shut up about it. like if an, if a reporter asks it and just don't thing, answer it just be thing, like that's an internal thing right. we're talking and same about same thing it. with these soccer players like if if your manager says something you don't agree with or if a manager or a player says something you, Honestly, the best thing to do is don't have a comment in the post game. Say just no comment, move on, and then just talk about man closed door. That's honestly the the best way to deal. Yeah, with the media can ruin your team. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. You can ruin your team yourself too. Like you know what I mean. Like you gotta hold yourself accountable. Not not feed the media the the stuff that they want at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Dino Gaudio. When you see his face, you'll know him. This guy. He used to coach I at Wake Forest. He's a college basketball coach. Wake uh, Forest has been irrelevant in basketball since yeah. Chris Paul, so I don't but, know how I know. But he's in trouble for the stuff he's done with Louisville as their assistant coach. He uh, 
He is an original member of the coaching staff of Chris Mack. Your uh, boy. Since 2018. Friend of the pod. He has been federally charged, this is Dino Gaudio, by the way, with attempted extortion against the program. Sorry, what's extortion? So, what it is, is that apparently, ready for this? He is alleged to have threatened to report media allegations that the Louisville program violated NCAA rules in production of recruiting videos for prospective student-athletes. So, what did he do? Well, he committed the extortion in two separate instances on St. Patrick's Day, so the man was probably drunk. The charging document alleges the first instance was in a meeting with the University of Louisville personnel where he threatened to share the NCAA rules violation as a bargaining chip for 17 months' worth of salary. He later sent a text that day to Louisville personnel containing one of the videos that he was threatening to share. So, basically... He what he was doing is he was kind of like like trying to blackmail them, right? Like say like, okay, you're in trouble. I'm gonna expose you, but to get me to not talk, you pay me for over like a year and a half salary, like in one payment, which wow. I'm sure is a lot for this guy. Um, he's pretty much ruined his career. So, what are your thoughts on Tino Gaudio? Um, that's like a very Italian name. Yeah, I don't know. It's just stupid. All right, and the last one, we don't have a full name on this guy. We're just going to call him the UFC robber. Uh, A man with terrible decision-making skills allegedly attempted to rob one of the scariest mixed martial arts fighters on the planet this past week, and it did not end well from him. On Tuesday, uh, UFC star Derek Lewis, you you probably know, um, posted a video on Instagram in which he reportedly stopped an alleged car thief. Um, The car thief was apprehended by police later. Lewis said, Mofo picked the wrong car to break into. And then he so, said, in all caps, he's okay. <laughs> yeah, Derek Lewis is a bit of a comedian, too. And uh-huh. uh, he's a heavyweight. So uh, he's one of those guys that gives the one hit a quittas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's definitely the last person you kind of want to rob. So who are you? Who's your early favorite for nonce? We got Daniel Amarty for throwing the Chelsea pennant. Tony LaRusa for getting mad about the unwritten rules. Dino Gaudio for extortion of the Louisville basketball program and the UFC robber who tried to fight Derek or who tried to rob Derek Lewis. <laughs> Didn't try to fight him. That would have been even stupider. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with just because of personal reasons, Tony LaRusa. Okay. I never liked LaRusa. <laughs> never. Fair enough. Uh, okay. I'm going to go with. I'll tell you who the real nonsense, though. I'm going to go with. I mean, personally, I'd pick Lewis. I'm going to go with Dino Gaudio for trying to extort Louisville. That's probably who it really is. <laughs> but I bet you LaRusso will win our poll. Just because I know the audience, I think LaRusso will win. Because his has been more publicized. For instance, last week's results, you'd think Nathan- <laughs> Buttfucker 3000 Nathaniel Saxon would win. He only got 33%. Bob Baffert won. The, the guy that looks like Ric Flair that's the trainer. Oh. Um, the reason, though, and, and I'll tell you, um, Steve gave a good reason. Steve said somewhere along the lines, I don't that's know like why animal I can't cruelty. find it. No, he <laughs> said that, uh, remember, this is the, oh, here it is. I have it right here. Well, it is technically animal cruelty, isn't it? He said, keep in mind, this is Baffert's fifth positive test this year. <laughs> oh, shit. So this guy does it to everything, huh? I think so. What a fucking... Wait, are you serious? That's what oh, oh, I was going to ask. Um, how did the... You said the, ho- the horse was racing again. How yeah, the do? horse did race. And here's... The, the horse was actually winning for three quarters of the race. <laughs> no, we burned no out. Joke. It, yeah, the horse was winning. And then 
so what happened is some one of them started catching up to him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. But then he started pulling back away. I'm like, oh, he's gonna win. And then a third horse, um, forgetting his name right now off the top of my head, comes flying and just passes all of them. The other horse that was passing him passes him too. He gets third. So did the doping was he doped then? Because I mean no. he, he he fell down the stretch. He got not you know, fell, fell, but like screwed um, up. The harsh truth about sports is most of the athletes do dope to a certain extent. When I say dope, that means taking illegal substances or something. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. It's just a matter, matter of knowing when to cycle and when not to. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would assume so, yeah. Honestly, from my honest opinion, I wouldn't put it past that anyone for doping. That's my honest opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So if I was a pro athlete, would I dope? If I needed it, yeah. <laughs> Look at Fair Gareth Bell. He doped when he yeah, went to Yeah, but when you get caught once, are you going to do it four more times? Like Bob Baffert? I'd like to think if I got caught once that I'd kind of know how to avoid it and that, I, yeah, I keep doing it. Fair play. If it helped me if it helped me get to the, the, the next level, then yeah. Help me get... Look how much money A-Rod made off doping. All right. Gareth Bale? He's giving a lot of his money away now, though. <laughs> Is he? Yeah, oh, he's yeah, he bought the Timberwolves. Oh, I thought it's because he was Jim Jennifer Lopez work. That too. But you know what? Isn't her net worth more than him? Maybe. Because she's know. still doing her thing. Whereas he's... So wow, he's still bringing money in. A-Rod Corp. He just bought the Timberwolves. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So... Is that part of it Because he failed no. to buy the Mets. That's true. They declined it. All right. Yeah. So crazy stuff going on there. All right. Well, let's just jump into the final predictions. This is it. The last predictions of the season. And then... Uh, I might put one one of the lads in charge of calculating the score. I'll do. We'll see. Um, so, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Uh, and then I'll judge based on what we said what the final results will be of the season. No, it's too much work. Arsenal, Brighton. This is just an alphabetical order of home teams. That's what the list was. Arsenal at home against Brighton. I got Arsenal two, Brighton one. Lacazette. Uh, is he gonna play? I think so because he didn't play all today. He played zero minutes today, so surely he'll play at least. Few minutes. I'll have the same thing then. If he two plays, one Lacazette. I think you know more than I do about who's right. playing. Then yeah. Villa hosting Chelsea. Must win for Chelsea. Kind of. I got Villa one Chelsea two. Jorginho. I think they'll win a penalty. I think Villa nil Chelsea two. And I'm gonna go with. Damn. I don't know if Giroud starts. That's why I didn't pick a striker. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Pulisic. He's been playing lately. Okay. Uh, Fulham host Newcastle. I got Fulham zero, Newcastle two, and just for Bance, I picked our boy. I don't know if he's dead. He might be, but I picked Alan Samak. I mean, um, zero two Newcastle, and I'll go with uh, our other boy, Noodlehead, Joe Clinton. Joe Clinton. I forgot about him. No, you know what? I'm changing mine. Yeah, he's a striker. I'm changing mine. I'm to pretty Joe- sure Maximine's injured, isn't he? Yeah, I'm changing mine to Joe Willock. Oh, Joe I, you know, Willock no. has been scoring. Wait, like Willock, a bad man. Willock starts now over Joe Clinton, right? No, Joe, no, Willock's in the midfield. Oh, he assists Joe Clinton. Yeah. I'm just picking him because he's an Arsenal guy. 0 2, I got Willock for Newcastle. So what's your score? 0 2. You said 1 2. No, 0. Oh, I'm going 0 2. Who's your. Joe Clinton. Okay. Uh, Leeds, West Brom, home crowd. I got Leeds 4, West Brom 1, Bamford. 2 0, Bamford. Because uh, this is going to be their first time watching a Premier League match. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, we got Leicester and Tottenham. Leicester's at home. They need to win it. And I think they will. I got Leicester 2, Tottenham 1, Ayanacho. That's my goal score. But they still won't make Champions League. 2-2 two, two Kane. 
Okay. Liverpool hosting Palace. I saw Palace play today. I think Liverpool's going to win 2 nothing. I got Salah as my goal scorer. one nothing Salah. Okay. And that would put, for both of us, that would put them and Chelsea as Champions League. City hosts Everton. I just don't know if Everton's going to try or play. They always, like, suck when it's for something. So I got City 2, Everton 0, Riyad Mahrez. Um, I'm going to go City 1, Everton 2, Richarlison. Oh, okay. I think so, City's going to be resting their players for the final. Your result would put Everton in the conference. <laughs> well, well, I, I think City's going to play a very weak squad. Yeah, no, I know. But I'm saying that's what... So that'll answer that question on who you think makes the conference. <laughs> that puts them in above Tottenham, mate. Because hey, you have Tottenham drawing and Everton... Carlos taking uh, Everton to Europe. To the conference. Uh, Sheffield hosting Burnley. You ready for this? Sheffield's got fans again. Last Premier League game. I think they win 2-1. And McGoldrick will score for me. That's why they were good last year, remember. They finished fifth. Um, what's it? What was it? Sheffield against who? Burnley. Jesus Christ. Um, I'll go 1-1. And, uh, McGoldrick still plays? Yeah. I guess I'll go with him. Okay. Uh, that might be on the Oxygen channel. That might be the game that's on, like, the shit channel. Or Cartoon oh, Network. Oh, yeah. It's final day. I forget. Yeah. West Ham, Southampton. It's like the tournament. I feel like that happens with the NCAA tournament, too. There's, like, one game that's on, like, Nickelodeon True or something. True TV. Shit. Wait, no. Wasn't the Super Bowl on, on Nickelodeon this past year? Was and it they the had Super like the Bowl or was it the Bears playoff game? Which or was it was it the Bears playoff game? Was it that? Yeah, because Trubisky was so won pissed. the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> and the Bears got their asses kicked. <laughs> that was a disgrace. West Ham, Southampton. West Ham needs to win, I think, to stay alive for some things here. I have them winning 2 nothing, And I don't know if Antonio's hurt or not, but I'm picking him. Yeah, 2-1 Antonio. I don't think he's hurt. Okay, Wolves and Man U... I think Man U rests a bunch of players because they play on Wednesday, Europa League final. Oh. So I have Wolves one, Man U one, and I think Bruno plays for 30 minutes and scores a penalty. I want to say one. I don't want to sound like I want to say one one, but I think Rashford's going to score for them. Okay. But is it one one? If he plays. Shit. I'll go Neto. Neto. Neto's hurt. Who's starting? Raul died too. Who's starting for them? Fabio Silva. <laughs> Fabio Silva. <laughs> one one Silva. Huh? Okay. Uh, with that done, we got one more segment. Let's go to. Do you have one or no? Do you want me to just say? My I name? don't bet soccer anymore. <laughs> well, I don't either. I just hypothetically bet. Oh, did the game start? We'll go to the gambling corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see if the music plays above that. I'm sure it will, though. Because this mic doesn't pick our sound up very well with this. So um, if you want to throw bets out there, I don't suggest betting on soccer. Because we'll be it's a shit a show. In 24 hours, mate. Yeah, we are. I think that it's a shit show. But if you were to bet, and you got 10 bucks to bet with, here are my games. Five bucks on West Ham to beat Southampton to win 350. So they're minus odds. I don't remember what they are. Minus something. Yes, sir. I'm putting three on Leicester to beat Tottenham to win 288. That's, um... And I'm putting two on Sheffield at home. You really think Leicester's going to beat Tottenham, though? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think they're more desperate. And then I have two on Sheffield at home at plus 185. So the odds are... But they're home, and I feel like they can build off that crowd to win 370. These are my three bets. I got Sheffield, West Ham, and Leicester. Even though I'm probably going to be completely wrong, but there's that. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Hammer Liverpool. He says Hammer Liverpool. They're, they're like minus 650. Here's Hammer Liverpool. How many? How much money do you want to put on them? Parlay them. Okay. With So this uh, is your pick, right? Parlay them with Chelsea. Okay. What do you get? Put it in. Uh, so for reference, Liverpool is playing home against Crystal Palace. I believe they're minus 650. Are you serious? I thought so when I last saw. Chelsea is away to Villa. So we're going to call it the Champions League special. And I think theirs was a little better odds-wise. But I still think it's... Liverpool is a minus 670. Right. Okay, there you go. So I was close. What's Chelsea? Minus... Throw Arsenal in that, bitch. I, I don't know if i do that, but sure. Uh, Chelsea? We're minus 143. Is that what we are? I can't find Chelsea on here. They should be. Plus 179? Is Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea? Okay. Huh. <laughs> Who's Everton playing? Uh, Everton is playing City. City. <laughs> no way. No, yeah, you're right. No, I'm not going to do that. How much are you putting on this one? Just everything I got. Ten, okay. 10 to win 1790. Yeah. 91, mind you. 91, okay. All right. Anything else you want to tell the listeners before we... No, finally jet off to California, and then we'll be, we'll be back with uh, Europa League, Champions League preview next time, and maybe some other musings, whatever's going on. Um, anything else you want to say before we turn it over to the... My friend just got a job with the Detroit Tigers and the Red Wings oh, in sales. God. Pray for it. <laughs> so that means he's got to live in Detroit, I think. <laughs> oh, no. Which friend? Unlucky. Do you want to give a shout out? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what? Oh my goodness. I'm very mad at myself. We almost did the whole episode. And I don't think you know. It doesn't sound like it. Gotta give a shout out to Stephen Marie. I heard, so I knew he was in the hospital. Yes. But I didn't get any news after that. Oh, yes. I'm trying, I just want to make sure I have the date correct. Sunday, what day was Sunday? What date? Sunday was the 16th, I'd like to say. Yep. So on uh, May 16th, congratulations to Stephen and Marie Fuchs for the birth of Warren David. Uh, oh, so it's a, yep. it's a boy. Yep. Boy? Yep. Named after Warren Buffett, maybe? So congrats yeah, to you guys. Mo- he's going to see a lot of money. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Our prognostication that is that. Um, but yeah, big time congrats to you guys. I can't believe we almost went through the episode. I had, I wanted to say you can move thing. this to the front. No, it's okay. We'll say it here. This will prove that he got to the end of the episode. <laughs> you saved the best for last. All right. So yeah, big, big shout out. That's yeah. huge. Big shout out to Steve. Congrats to you and Marie. You can play this segment for her as well. Congrats to her. That's giant. Um, and good luck, you know, to you guys on your sleep and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> for. For tips, I'm sure uh, Brian's got some good ones out there. If anyone has any tips to Steve, let him know at the footy corner too. And to congratulate him. All right. That's it then. Now we're done. Uh, With that said, let's take it over to the champions or the Europa League finalist, Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening, 